You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello and welcome in to Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from the beautiful metropolis of Orlando, Florida. Thanks for listening. This is episode 150, and we're going to be talking about conviction versus condemnation. Uh, this was brought to my attention by a regular listener. I got an email uh, you know, a few weeks back and excited to dive in. Before we do that, can I ask everyone a huge favor? If you haven't already done so, can you leave a review for the podcast if you're one of the people willing to do that? Uh, that would be so great. Just head on over to iTunes uh, or whatever directory you're familiar with. Leave a review, five-star rating. Tell the world you love the podcast. Uh, those are a big, big help because they really push us up to search ranking. Basically, good reviews help us reach more people. That would be a big help. Uh, and then also, if you're listening to this and you're not yet subscribed to the podcast, uh, I want to encourage you to do so. Again, head on over to whatever app you're familiar with. Hit the subscribe button. It guarantees every episode gets delivered directly to your device as soon as it goes live. And if you don't know how to kind of work your podcast app, the easiest way to uh, to subscribe is head over to uh, our website. That's theologyfortherestofus.com. Once you're there, you can click on one of the subscription buttons that'll take you over to spot uh, where you can subscribe makes it easy uh, again the website theology for the rest of us.com all right let's dive into the topic at hand a few weeks ago i uh, got an email from a guy by the name of nate he's a regular listener uh, he was uh, listening way back to one of the older episodes episode 20 an interview i did with uh, mary butler and in that episode, we dialogued about uh, regret versus repentance. Really great interview. If you haven't got a chance to uh, check that out, I encourage you to scroll back through the feed and check that episode out. I know we got a lot of newer listeners over the last you know few weeks and months, people that haven't uh, you know, haven't checked out some of the older ones. We actually had a huge influx of listeners between episodes like 55 and, and 75. And so there's probably lots of people that haven't heard some of those really early episodes. I encourage you to go back and check that out, whether you do that on the feed, on your app, on your phone, on your device, or uh, whether you do it at the website. You know, all, all of our previous episodes, 149 episodes, all are on the site. And so much like Nate did going back, you can go do that. So Nate's scrolling through some of our older archives and uh, listening to episode 20. He sent me a really long email, really encouraging. really appreciate that. Nate, I know you're listening to this. I appreciate your encouragement. Really long email, really kind of just kind of dialoguing through some of his thoughts, um, on, you know, some of the things that stuck out to him. And, then, and in the process of his email, he, he mentioned uh, kind of the difference between conviction and condemnation. He brought up some really great thoughts and and kind of really asked me to kind of elaborate a little bit upon that and kind of unpack the idea. So uh, I'm going to do that here in this episode. I know uh, there are many people that have probably heard the term conviction and don't really know what that really means. And I think people oftentimes are feeling condemned. They're feeling guilty. They're feeling shame. And they assume that it's conviction and they're kind of mixing those two up. So I think it's really important that we really dialogue about the difference between those two, two things. Uh, right off the top, let me say this, both conviction and condemnation, they are both feelings that we get. There are these kind of these inward impressions that we sense. They're both associated with feelings of remote remorse or feelings of feeling bad or guilty for what we've done. That you know, both conviction and condemnation are seemingly associated with those sort of feelings and emotions. Uh, but but condemnation and conviction are different from one another. Conviction is from God. This is the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit comes into our lives 
and, and points something out. It causes us to have a feeling towards something and it leads us to live holy lives. It's causing us to be more like God. It pushes us toward God. Condemnation is from the devil or sometimes it's from ourselves or from other people, but it's no doubt not from God. And it actually pushes us, pushes us away from God, right? So conviction is from the Holy Spirit. It draws us closer to God. Condemnation is from sources other than God, in most cases from the enemy, from the devil. And it is... And it is not from God, and it it pushes pushes us away from God. Conviction tends to be a specific thing, or you know, or it seems, points out specific things that God wants to root out in us. Condemnation tends to be more broad, more vague. Tend to be this emotion of making you feel like a bad person, making you feel like you're you know you're dirty, that you ought to feel dirty. So if you know if you're wrestling through, going, okay, I'm not sure the difference between conviction and condemnation. One easy way to tell the difference is: is this emotion or this feeling that I'm sensing, this this impression I'm uh, I'm sensing, is this pointing to a specific thing or is it pointing to kind of more who I am? Uh, conviction is a godly form of remorse. Like when you feel bad. For for the sin that you committed because you hate betraying God. Now, you love God and you want to be godly and you want to be a good Christian and you want to, to reflect God well, but you but you know you didn't do it well in that moment and you feel bad for that and you just, man, I, I want to be different and I hate my sin and I want to get rid of it. That, those are the types of emotions that are tied to conviction. When, when the Holy Spirit is convicting you, when he is pointing out a sin in your life that he wants to root out, that he wants to, to eradicate in your life, in an area of your life where he wants wants to to draw you closer and sanctify you you'll 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 begin to feel this this emotion where you feel bad for it but you'll feel bad because you hate re- betraying God you hate rebelling against God but ultimately because you love God condemnation though is a very different form of remorse you, you have these emotions and these sense of remorse but you feel sorry that you got caught you, you, you feel ashamed that people may know you know what you've done um, or if you didn't get caught you just feel ashamed inwardly of who you are and you feel this need to to isolate right if you're feeling this remorse and it's drawing you to the point where like you're going oh God changed my heart that's conviction, but if you're feeling this emotion, like this guilt, and you're going, oh, I can't talk to God, I gotta run from God, or I gotta hide this, right? That's that's condemnation. If you're feeling guilty for something, and you feel the need to hide it, it's probably condemnation. It's, that's not an emotion that comes, comes from God. Uh, guilt is when you feel bad for what you did, right? You feel ashamed uh, for who, uh, you, guilt is when you feel bad for what you did, but shame is when you feel bad for who you are. Right? And, and conviction often gives us that sense of godly guilt. Like, man, I feel bad for what I did and it was wrong. I need to repent. But condemnation is a form of shame. It's it's you are a bad person. You are dirty. You are wrong. You feel guilty not for what you've done, but you feel guilty for who you are. And, and it causes you to to run from God. It causes you to to run from other people. It, it hampers our, our relationship with God and our relationship with others. Right? You know, there's a godly form of guilt, a godly form of sorrow. That's that's the conviction. That's when I feel bad for lusting and I hate my sin because I love God and I want to change, right? Or I feel bad for uh, being a jerk to someone, or I feel bad for whatever, you know, XYZ sin, enter blank here, right? And th- this this feeling of conviction uh, should be something that inspires us. It, it should fuel a desire for a godly lifestyle in us. Condemnation makes us feel guilty for who we are. I am the loser. I'm pathetic. I'm a luster. I'm, I'm a jerk. I'm never going to get it right. I'm, I'm always going to be someone who sins. I'm, I'm emotionally and spiritually dirty. Like, that is condemnation, and that's the enemy of your soul talking to you. That's not God. That's not God's voice in your head telling you those 
things. That emotion is wrong and it causes you to isolate yourself from people. It causes you to, to hide portions of yourself with people. It causes you to not be fully honest with people and not want to be intimate in relationships with other people and ultimately causes you not to be intimate in your relationship with God. See, con conviction is the Holy Spirit seeking to address a behavior pattern, right? Or a pattern of choices or a specific action, right? There are specific things that the Holy Spirit wants to root out in us and to cause us to be more godly. Condemnation is the emotion you feel that you're being attacked as a person, that you as a person ought to feel condemned because you're bad. Right? Conviction is when you have that terrible feeling that you sinned and it leads you to want to go to God more. Oh God, I was wrong. I'm sorry. But condemnation is the terrible feeling. Then I sin and I'm dirty and I'm ashamed of who I am. I'm a loser. And you become afraid to talk to God. Right? You're, you're driving those long car rides by yourself. And rather than praying to God and running to God, you're, you're just pretending like God doesn't exist because you're ashamed of who you are and you're ashamed of, of what you've done and you don't want to bring it to him. That, that's the sense of condemnation. And let me tell you, condemnation is not from God. Condemnation makes you feel like you're never going to change and you're always going to be su stuck in this sin pattern. But the Holy Spirit is telling you that he can root it out in you, that he can sanctify you, that he can give you victory over sin by the grace of God bestowed to you that you can be an overcomer. That is what conviction points us to. When you're feeling conviction, go to God. Just say, God, I'm sorry. Forgive me of my sin. Would you change me? Ask God for his Holy Spirit to come and to, to, to transform you. Spend time with him in prayer and worship in Bible reading. Do the things that you need to do to cultivate an environment where God's grace can, can have its way in your life, where the Holy Spirit can continue to sanctify you. And so this is the this is the type of response we ought to have to conviction, a, a sense of, of apologetic nature, a, a sincere apology to God for our sin, our betrayal, of him and a response where we cultivate intimacy with him. If you're feeling condemnation in your life, you, you talk to it and you let the devil know, listen, devil, you're not going to condemn me. I know I'm not a loser, trash, pathetic junk, okay? I know that I'm a child of God, forgiven of my sin, and I'm going to run to God and ask him to forgive me of my sin. If, if the enemy is trying to make you feel condemned, speak to it out loud. Acknowledge it. You're, the, you're in the shower, driving your car. No, that's condemnation. That's not from God. God, help me to feel what you would want me to feel. Help me to understand what it is you would want me to understand. God, help me to feel conviction, not condemnation. Hey, there's some really great verses I want to encourage you with uh, before I let you go. Um, there, there are a few, there are a bunch of different verses actually that talk about this topic, but I want to just read to you just a few. Uh, John 3.17, this is the verse after John 3.16. John 3.16, of course, one of the most famous verses in the Bible. Uh, John 3.17 says this, For God did not send his Son into the world to condemn the world, but in order that the world but in order that the world might be saved through him. Like, what a powerful reminder, right? That we were already condemned. God doesn't have to condemn us. We condemn ourselves by our own sinful choices, right? God sent his son into the world not to condemn us, but to rescue us. Remind yourself of that when you're feeling condemnation. Here's another great verse, Romans 8, verses 1 through 2. Very important verse, very important truth. Romans 8, 1, Paul says this, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. There's no condemnation for everyone who's in Christ. For the law of the Spirit of life has set you free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. You see, the, the, the law of sin and death that would make you feel condemned, that is, you've been set free from that in Christ. 
And then one of my favorite verses in the Bible, maybe my, maybe my absolute favorite verse in the Bible, 2 Corinthians uh, 5.21. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. God the Father made Christ, who didn't know sin, he made him to be sin, made him to be our representative on the cross. He was condemned and he suffered on the cross so that we could be declared the righteousness of God, so that God's innocence and perfection and purity could be imputed to us, transferred to us, so that our record of wrongdoing is wiped clean, we are declared righteous. Listen, when, whenever you're feeling condemned, when you're feeling dirty, when you're feeling like a loser, when you're feeling like a pathetic person who's never going to amount to much, and you, man, I'm never going to get over this sin, I'm never going to be a good Christian, when you're feeling that, remind yourself this. In God's eyes, it's been wiped clean. All the record of sin is gone. It's as if I'm perfect. I am righteous in God's sight. How righteous? Just as righteous as God himself. Not because of what I've, I've done or what I deserve or earned because what Christ has done on my behalf, because what he deserves and what he earned for me, that his righteousness is put on me. I am declared clean and righteous and forgiven, and I never, ever, ever have to feel guilty or condemned, ever, and neither do you. If you feel condemned, that is not of God. You should not be feeling that. You don't have to feel that way. You can cast it off. Remind yourself that you are the chi- you are a child of God, that you have been declared the righteousness of God. That is what we, that's how we respond to condemnation because there is no condemnation for those in Christ Jesus. But when you're feeling conviction, when you know that you've done sin and you know there's a behavior in your life that needs to be rooted out, then you go to God and you say, God, forgive me. I know that I'm already clean. I'm already, I'm already declared righteous. I want to live in line with the righteousness you have given me. And I want to come to you. And then you go to him in prayer and in worship and in Bible reading. And you allow him to do the work in your heart that he wants to do to mold you more like Christ. To mold you into the image of Jesus. May that inspire you to love God even deeper than you did before. Thanks to Nate for sending me that email and bringing this topic to my mind. I really appreciate that. If anyone listening to this uh, has a topic or an idea that they think I ought to cover on a podcast episode, maybe you have a theology question you'd like me to address, I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to shoot me an email. The address is heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. That's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us.